Welcome everybody to another episode of the Brothers Podcast. I am your host, Steven City P. Watson. As always, back online, my partner in crime. Dante Bridges, a.k.a. Dante Chase Bridges. Never needed an a.k.a. Are you sleepy? A little bit. Okay. And together that will make us the Brothers Podcast in here. We are here. We are here again. It is the first Thursday of September. We are having some weird moments right now. We've had a lot of conversations leading up to this podcast. And we're about to share some of those with you. But first, we got something we like to call town hall business. Mr. Bridges, what you got? First of all, I would like to give a shout out to all our subsidiaries. So shout out to iHeartRadio, shout out to iTunes, shout out to Spotify, shout out to I, him, her, Reggie Price, that makes it possible for us to look at the brothers. We ain't nothing but a Google away. Also, I would like to give a shout out to the Brothers Foundation. The first Saturday of November, we're going to have a school drive for all the kids. Mm-hmm. If you need USB, if you need mouses, mouse pads, book bags, anything for your kids to transition and do the online thing, you're going to be there in Crestwood at Five Below School Drive Giveaway. Bring your kid. They can shop for free. I think that's all for me. As always, on my end, shout out to... My other partner in the whole podcast game, Jennifer Williams. I am trying Jennifer, our podcast, Beauty in the Brain. We're supposed to have a new episode dropping tomorrow. So be sure to keep a lookout for that. As always, shout out to our brothers in the Brothers Hub. Of course, again, Reggie Price here supporting us, chiming in on the show. Yes, sir. Shout out also to our young bull, uh, my little brother out there, Jeremy Williams, DJ JMC. JMC. Got his own podcast. Daydreams to reality Please be sure to check that out And as always Shout out to you Our viewers For tuning in every week We love y'all We appreciate y'all Thank you so much for the support And we will try to keep you with the hotness Now And on that note Here we go with the festivities Of this evening So We got a couple of topics We like to break down to y'all Our first and other topic we have Is Mr. Tyler Perry Has been named officially a billionaire Mm. All that black trauma He put out there To make himself a billionaire I'll be damned Who would have thought You know what I'm going to go out on a limb And say this Mm -hmm. Tyler Perry got rich Off of mediocre plays And sitcoms I mean, I ain't Ooh. arguing against that shit. Mr. I mean, if you put on a wig and your grandma's nighty, I mean, I guess that's what it takes, huh? Mm. Damn, we didn't even think about that. Do you know mm. that he got rich mm-hmm. off of piggybacking on the LGBTQ community? Mm. Oh, my God. I ain't going to go that far, but I just Reggie think. had to put his sunglasses on Ooh. before he Wicked Reggie already had his sunglasses. Wicked combination early in his first round. <laughs> I went with a one-two combo, people. Oh, my God. I mean, we already had. <laughs> I got complaints. You got, clearly you have a lot of complaints about this situation. So no, nah, big up to Tyler Perry for being the first billionaire. No, not no, he's really. not the first. Not, there's nothing. He's just a billionaire. Let he's us just say a he's a black billionaire, yes, and nothing. Is. He didn't start a trend. He ain't the first. Ooh, mm-hmm. Well, you got a lot of what? What? Oh, what do you got a problem with it? I, I don't. It just started out. It's oh, you thought I was gonna warm up? You thought uh, I was gonna come and pepper the crowd shit. with jabs? Oh. Uh, <laughs> Um, this is not jab. Congrats, Mr. Perry, and, <laughs> on the studio. And uh, but what do you feel about and, it though? Uh, like what? Okay, so um, I'm just glad that a brother has made it 
and made his own lane. Uh, The stage play thing, you know, Mm. humble beginnings, you know, much respect to that. And everybody and their mama went to them plays. Or got them on DVD. Right, that's what I said. My mother had a DVD. She had a DVD for all. Somewhere in your living room, sitting there, Medea does something. Right. She and then came out with 15 like, can, of them. Can we, can we at least just take a second and get a props on the man had his plays bootleg. <laughs> Let's just throw that into context. This for a dude second. is the most bootleg yo, black man since like, like, I don't know. I have, I have, <laughs> been, I have never seen a play get bootleg. Your work hit the streets <laughs> and people is approaching you on the red line and the green line talking about some, hey man, I got them new plays. Oh, DVD. Got Wait, that crack what? cocaine Medea goes to jail. <laughs> Wait, what? I got that new Medea. I got that new Medea. Loose squares, loose squares. Wait, wait, wait. Both of those hey, can't dude. be in the same. It was a Medea hub at every Walgreens and CVS in the metropolitan Chicago area, nigga. It was nowhere. Uncle Remus, nigga, you could get a Medea. Oh, my God. I swear, Everybody you, don't you, know, you never Madea, know. Man. Okay. Did anybody actually have a favorite Medea play? Actually, I did, man. Because, okay, even though I'm joking, I'm still going to keep on joking because it's hilarious yeah. to me. Tyler Perry did have a couple of plays, and they always would throw in a message at the end. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He would have a big mama moment. Yeah. Kind of like, yo, grandma, but yeah. this is a man in a dress. Yeah. Like, did we ever stop to think that this is a nigga talking to us in a dress? Like, it was nice in there. Okay, with the beeswax thing, you remember the part where the dude had dreads and he was sleeping with the other dude's sister or cousin or something like that, his partner's daughter or something like that? It's been a long time. It's been a long time. But I did like the play because she had a message inside. You know what? I really don't do Medea plays, if I can be honest with you. I'm be honest with you. I did have one. I, I wrote really one. Like I wrote one. <laughs> <laughs> I specifically remember this one. It was Medea's family reunion. That was a play. That was it did. the movie or the play? I think it was the play. God. The play was was when that's when the dude. It was one moment with the dude and his girl. He the dude slept with the crackhead cousin. And she lied and told them she's pregnant and shit. And it was like, oh, no, 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 I ain't pregnant. And then she went out and dated another nigga. Like, you supposed to be pregnant, though. You sure that wasn't a movie? No, that was a play. I remember specifically that play. Oh, man. That was a play. And the other and the other couple was an abusive couple. Like, the dude was a rich-ass motherfucking businessman. And now that was the move. And the ball no, 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 that was the play, too. <laughs> you talking about the bald-headed dude? Black dude. Yeah. 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 On the rim. <laughs> no, that was, that was, that was a I, movie. <laughs> A Diary of a Bad Black Woman. No, no, I'll tell you, that was also a play. <laughs> I remember this because it was. They had. Because you was house. there, nigga. You went no, to, I wasn't. It was the house. <laughs> went to the they World Trust house. Arena. <laughs> they had this house. Oh. Like weird shit. They, oh. They had this house and they went upstairs <laughs> and they got into an argument and then he said, No, you don't understand. He went like, No, you don't understand. Then somebody paused and then a woman sung a melody for about 14 minutes. Yes, nigga, you ain't even got to think about it because that's all Medea plays. That is all of a sudden, the woman is hurt, and then I try to take, and then about fifteen minutes later, you sitting there like, ah, damn. I actually remember the opening like of that. Medea play. I actually remember the opening of that play because she was talking about how she beat her sister at a funeral when she was dead. She said, Medea, why are you coming over here? Why is it? What I got to hide for? What I got to hide for? That's how I remember the whole you shit. You know what I don't like about what you just did? I don't give a fuck. You sounded exactly like Medea. 
Look, I do good impressions. You are a terrible person. I do good impressions. <laughs> Reggie, did he not just sound like Medea when he said that shit? Damn. Let me tell you something. Wow. Do you not understand? I have been good at impressions since you've known me. No. You yes, I have. You have never done an I've done you. Before. You ain't never done me. I've done you. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I've oh, done whoa, you. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa. Hey, oh, no. You know. Hey, I'm going to give you a minute to correct that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna give the fact, dog, we let it ride for like uh, a good five seconds before I, we hey, realized that shit. I am so uncomfortable you, now. We let that shit ride for five seconds. I didn't even recognize seconds. what was happening. That's why you need a thought I've impersonated part. you before. It. Thank you. Okay. Do an impersonation of me right now. <laughs> I'm about to say your favorite line too. <laughs> Do it. Do it for the people. <laughs> Fuck everybody in their mother in this bitch. <laughs> they don't know me like that. They don't know how to do it. <laughs> Stop off sucking. Like, whoa, whoa. Like, like that's a you okay? No, nah, you a fool. <laughs> I said. Did you just call me a fool, bro? Yeah, I did, man. Like, hold on, man. We're gonna fight, dog. They, they, they only know so good. Yeah, side note, real quick. Do you ever <laughs> hold on? Side note, because we have this thing we do when we do like seventies talk. So you ever realize that if you emphasize calling somebody a fool, it's almost on the same level calling somebody a bitch. That's fighting words, right there. That's really you about to scrap. I call you a fool. I'm talking about you and no, 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 no. But you can't say it like just basic, like a fool. Like you a fool, man. You ain't nothing but, but a fool. <laughs> now when you say it like that, who the hell you talking to, man? See, that's when you start right, fighting. All right, bro. Watch your watch your mouth, bro. He don't he don't get it. He don't get <laughs> it, but you know he's just like Listen, watch your mouth, bro. On oh, so basically, our consensus about <laughs> Tyler Perry God is damn. <laughs> segwayed all over that one. So, no, but the one thing that I do appreciate about Tyler Perry, the reason why he's a billionaire is because he was able to build his own studio, and that Ooh. studio was able to employ over 300 people in the metropolitan area of Atlanta and outside of it. So, when you talk about black entrepreneurship, you're looking at it at its finest. And that's something that I got, I got to give a big up to. Because basically, he built a city right. in Atlanta by uh, taking over that Confederate... It was a Confederate but, fort yeah. or a Confederate uh, military uh, combine. Mm-hmm. I'm going to call it. I think it's another word for it. But... Uh, for a man to do that, an African-American man to do that, especially in the society and the times we living in right now, mm-hmm. you got to give big ups to that. You know, you got a lot. You got to shake and grease a lot of palms in order to make that happen as a black man. And not so, to mention the fact that all his shows that he has produced are filmed on this lot. Yeah. That is impressive as hell. You don't got to go nowhere. You don't have to go nowhere to do these shows. Do you know the revenue he's bringing in? Just not even the plays and the movies, mm-hmm. but the production. Just the people. It's a city inside of there. So they got their own grocery stores. They got their own condominiums inside of that place. Bro, he is bringing in the type of revenue where somebody, a real estate mogul, can go in and build a small city. Like how suburbs were started. That's what he's doing over there. So I don't necessarily like his plays, but I respect the man's hustle. Exactly. I respect his hustle. This is all about getting the bag. And yeah. you get the bag, you do whatever the hell you want to do. Now, let me ask you a question, though. And this is for both y'all. Now, even though I respect Tyler Perry's hustle, would you tell your 10-year-old son to be like Tyler Perry? Yeah. You have to explain. Because <laughs> he's an entrepreneur, and he's a writer, and he hires people. Mm-hmm. Like he uh, like the characters he played 
okay, you can take it or leave it. No, take you got to take it because it comes with the brother. The brother. No, I know. I don't. I know what no. you're saying. I know what you're about to say. I know why he's asked that question because I know exactly why. Oh, no, you exactly saying, why you asked that question. If what I have an issue with my child going as far as Tyler Perry did with the whole dressing up, dressing yeah, up yeah, as yeah. Medea, right? Dressing up as a whole lady shit, mm-hmm. and. Because he put the dress on. You know how they talk about putting the dress on. I, yeah, but put the dress I, I, I can't, I'm not going to read too deep into that because I grew up watching a sketch comedy show called In Living Color. And there was plenty of that going on in that. You know and who was doing that before people, that? Ben Vereen. Right. A lot of people don't know about Ben Vereen, but he right. was the first, one of the first black men in the 70s dressing up like a woman. Right. And yeah. so we can make all the gay jokes we want to, but I, I remember very vividly Bunch of sketches called Men on Film. It's raining, right. man. And Hallelujah. I, I dare I challenge anybody to call David Allen Greer or Damon Wayne's gay. I challenge right. you. <laughs> I challenge you. You will get your shit rocked. <laughs> you will and, get your shit rocked. About 14 brothers. <laughs> I challenge and 19 cousins. <laughs> I challenge you. That is a big family. The I whole Wayne's family will beat your I ass. I challenge you to call Jamie Foxx gay. I challenge well, that, you. We don't have to do that. Everybody I challenge does you. that. God, God, I challenge me. you. But see, me personally, bro, I, I just, I have a problem with the way he came into that. I can separate what is a character from what is the real person. Right. But at the same time, there is such thing as the subconscious mind. And True. If I'm explaining to my 10-year-old son about Tyler Perry, I'm literally going to have to tell him everything. And I just have an issue with telling my son that the way that this man came in and the way that you should emulate him is by following his blueprint. Even though I know how to eat the meat and spit out the bones, this has to come up. And I will feel a little bit uncomfortable with showing the what we call the transgender because he was being a transgender in his place. I just will have a little bit of a problem with that. I don't know. I don't know if I could cope with telling my son that. And I got a son. I don't know if I could do that. Would you be able to cope with him telling your son about Dave Chappelle? Mm, in what in what context? In just about his, throughout his whole career. Let's see. Like uh, if you if you if you have to tell the whole story. I'm trying to do a mental Rolex of something that could pop up where I'd be like, no. Um, let's see. I think I would. I think I would, yeah. I would be okay because one thing that he did do, he did keep his integrity when they were trying to make him go down the road of femininity. Uh, You remember he talked about the movie Blue Streak with Martin Lawrence. Mm -hmm. He was supposed to read for that role, and one thing they did was try to get him in that dress Mm -hmm. because this is the Hollywood thing. They get you in the dress, and he refused to do it on integrity reasons. So right there, I would tell my son, and then another thing was they tried to make him sell his soul for 10% of what they was going to make. Because they was going to mm-hmm. make about five, six, seven, eight hundred million. Mm-hmm. They tried to get him 50 million with some contingencies. Another time he showed that he's a man. So I think I'm a, I, I, I would do it. Now you know how to get, you know how to put it. I know, I know. You, this, is a, this is a bear no, trap. I got you. <laughs> you know how a trap This set. is a bear trap. Do but it's not, okay. Do you not remember the movie Robin Hood, Men in Tights? Vaguely. He wore a dress in that movie. He wore a dress in that movie? Yes, he did. You remember that movie, did you? Robin Hood Men in Tights. At the fair, they were off the four men that were supposed to be with Robin Hood. He uh, wore a dress in uh, that movie. A dress now, wait a minute now. Did he, wear, did he wear all? 
They're, they're, so they're when it was killed, it was a disguise, but it was still even more dress. Now they, they no were talking dressing. about medieval times. So was it a kilt? No. Or a dress? It was a dress. They wore the big ball. Well, shit, that changes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I still stand on my morals. I, I wouldn't want to tell my son about somebody that had to impersonate a woman in order to. But I will give him credit for it. It was one time though. Even if time. it's one time, you know, I, I still just wouldn't want somebody to go down that road. I'm surprised with the way that he talks, what he be talking about as far as how he has all this integrity that he did that. That's all. Well, see, the thing is, see but see the thing, what you, you also understand, understand about. He was young as shit. I know yeah. we make a lot of bad decisions, <laughs> but I ain't he was never. Young. And, and the second and thing also, is. Hold on a second. And also, it was some old spy infiltration stuff. Like, he wasn't like. For the sake of comedy, yeah, still couldn't do it. Hey, I understand. And here's the thing, though: the one of the most infamous jokes he's ever written in the last five years was written by a transgender person. So, it's not you got to kind of take that. Yeah, you know. You know what? I'm gonna tell you something that I just thought about. He always made these jokes about him uh, sleeping with a transgender, and I thought it was a joke, but now I'm starting to think maybe he was telling the truth about some of this stuff. It's Hollywood. This is crazy. It don't matter. I mean, fucking Eddie Murphy dressed up in a dress like half his career at the back end. Which made me think about something. Why in the hell am I telling my son to emulate anybody in Hollywood? Not a single person. Okay, so I retract my entire statement. Not Tyler Perry, Dave Chappelle, uh, Dave Wanstead, the Bears head coach. I ain't telling him to look Dave at Wonstead. nobody. You remember Dave Wanstead? <laughs> yeah, I ain't telling him to look at nobody that's in the spotlight because everybody got a little dirt on their boots, especially when you're dealing with the Hollywood stuff. Everybody's gonna always have dirt on their boots. Well, you know, but speaking of dirt on their boots, at least it ain't a stiletto on their heels, my nigga. Speaking of stiletto <laughs> on their heels, we're gonna talk about them long ass boots Brandy got in this damn versus battle. Do you remember them that's, NBA? That's you remember back in more than everything in this apartment. You remember back in 04, <laughs> 05, that's true. 04, 05, do you remember them big-ass pants that used to have the NBA logos on it? Yeah, we used to have a pair of those. Yeah, I bet you did. Oh, that's yeah. the shit that Monica, not Monica, Brandy was wearing in that goddamn verse. That damn jacket? Yeah, that jack-o'-lantern Ooh, outfit yeah. she had on. And it was still worth damn near $4,000, so it didn't Bands. fucking matter. She looked like she was on the Wiz, nigga. That Bands. shit was terrible. Worth $4,000. Okay. She, she is definitely Ray J's sister. Yes, I, her stunt was real subtle. Oh my what god! That? I look. I said. I wrote. I wrote about this on the stats. I said I, I Brandy acting real. I said Brandy acting real Moesha like, and this is not a good thing. And, and why did she uh, do the poems? What was that about? I feel like the music should have came She was just up. so extra. She do. It's like, you know, she would have, she tried to show Monica up the entire time. Like, it was so petty. Like, you know she was going to win, but she was going to be petty the whole fucking time. I said, Brandy. Brandy. Sweetheart. Why are you being like this? In your honest opinion, though. It's just so catty. In your honest opinion. Who you think won? Honestly, I got to say it was Brandy. You think it was Brandy? I think it was Brandy. Brandy, the, on the spectacle that she made on herself alone, I gotta say, hey, petty is petty, but that was enough to make her win. As I do the battle against Monica, my nemesis, I remember. See, that's the. That a versus is between us and not the self actualization of who I am, my soul, my psyche, <laughs> my love. 
Monica with these high-ass boots that turn into pants. She looks like a character off Shrek, but nonetheless, I am going to win this versus battle, or I may rattle the cage of my life. Oh my God. Baby mama drama, I Why? am that. Ray Why? J got chased by his ex-girl with a baseball bat. I believe in myself. Now let's go to the next song. That is the entire point. Because fucking with Brandy is bad for your health. That is the point. Of why I'm making that is the reason why Brandy won that. because because <laughs> that's the type of shit that type of extra shit is the reason why Brandy should win because I ain't never seen a woman this extra for a versus battles especially against somebody that she has years of dislike against you ever seen somebody wearing braids with 17 beads on one brace have a bulls jersey have red pants have red Jordans have a red hat and some red Glasses. That's extra, right? So like Beyonce. Doing to no, it's not. You fucked up my thing. I was coming somewhere with that. I'm sorry. Pause. (laughs) Extra does not mean good. (laughs) Extra does not mean good. Brandy was doing too much with the poems. Mm -hmm. And you know something that was too much too, man. That little moment with Kamala Harris. Yeah, I know you're not a fan of Kamala Harris. It's not that I'm a fan of Kamala Harris, but if there was any politician trying to Appeal to the masses. Pandering. Pandering. Thank you. Thank you. Pander. In a situation where we just came there for entertainment. I just find that to be uh, lowbrow. But what can you expect from the Democratic Party? What can you expect from all these politicians? Forget the Democrats, Republicans, liberals, anybody. Mm -hmm. It just, it threw me off. I didn't like it. I wish they would have kept that out. Why I got to vote or die? I expected (laughs) At any given moment during that versus to Monica just get up the chair and slap the shit out of Brandy. Because all that talk about we made peace, we're Christian, God-fearing women. And for you to still show out like that, I'm just looking at Monica and like, Monica. But oh. they're actually friends, though. They're actually friends, but you know how Brandy is. Brandy shows up. The boy is mine wasn't even about Monica. I know. It was about why get your baby mama. Yeah. You didn't know that because she was doing a pedophile thing with her a little bit ago. Still, no, I ain't same know thing. That. But still, same thing. At that moment, from Monica... It's like, listen, I know we cool. I know we friends now. Bitch, I'll slap you if you don't stop acting some fucking extra during this. Freezing but you know what? Brandy got to be extra. And that's what Brandy do. And when Brandy's extra, it's ratings, apparently. Because that was a highly streamed-ass versus battle. Yeah, no, nah, that was one of the best verses that right. they did. They said they had over, uh, I'm going to say, 7 million streams. Yeah, that was almost like uh, Erica Badu's uh, versus with Jill Scott. But I like the Erica Badu's and, and but it was a whole that was a whole vibe though. I just Jill like Erica Scott conversation. Yeah, yeah. What I, do you think, Reggie? What do you think about the verses? I I am so proud of how <laughs> subtly you know you know Reggie is a fan of subtle petty. Mm-hmm. And I, am, <laughs> I am so proud. Yeah, yeah. Of how subtly petty. Brandy was and it, it's just the subs was just oh 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 I see things like I'm thinking like that alone merited her to win mm. subtle pay so this cause she's just this Brandy you know why Brandy didn't win why she didn't really sing none of her songs bro why she gonna sing a song because man this is a versus man at least seeing the intro Brandy hum, hum the beginning for me 
Brady will be like, hey, y'all are the fans. Chili of me. You saw Monica. She was giving it all she had, bro. She was sitting there. No. No, you, you saw, saw the jacket she had on. Man, that jacket came from the <laughs> that jacket, you saw all that shit. How, how much money I got? What do you, what do you like, say? Mom, what do you want to be subtle because she, she got more money? What do you say, Reggie? Think, think, think about, think about just leading up to this battle. Just think about these two things. Mm-hmm. Brandy just dropped B7. Monica is feuding with. Uh, Master P about C murder still being in jail. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whole lot of whole lot of petty. Are they gonna get C murder out of jail, man? I know her. And they try to get C murder out of jail for ten years. Kim Kardashian. You put Kim Kardashian on the scene, nigga. Right. So, if so Kim Kardashian gets C murder out, hey, you want to put her yo, on the payroll? Yo, yo, check this out. Check she this on every black man's payroll. Check this out. This this gonna fuck y'all head up right here. If if Kim Kardashian gets C murder out of prison, does that mean she has done more for the black community than Kanye West? I don't even want to sit here and marinate on that. <laughs> I don't even know if I want to marinate on that. Questions need answers. I don't even know if I want to. That would be a yes because <laughs> Kanye has done absolutely nothing for the black community. <laughs> she could donate $700 worth of canned goods. And do more than Kanye West has done for the black community. I mean, he gave us late registration. It's a default. Graduation was not doing something for the black community. A late registration? 808 Heartbreaks was doing something for the black community. See, okay, then. You remember when he made that uh, video? Hold on, the first four albums were dope. All right, he did something for the black community. I like this back College dropout, late registration, graduation, 808, and Heartbreak. Okay, okay, when you hit graduation, that's where it cut off. I like 808 because I didn't like those. I just didn't like. I, I thought they was dope, but I didn't vibe to it. 808 heartbreak was a vibe. My twisted uh, was dark fantasy. Beautiful dark twisted fantasy. Yeah. Now that was that was a good one. Those two. Now when he hit Jesus. Yeah, that shit was when it dropped off. Pow. Now after that, I don't know what happened. Oh, life of Pablo. He tried to come back a little bit. Wolves, friends, little bit. Man, that was a vibe, bro. What are you talking about? But where are the tangibles? <laughs> $700 a can good. Kardashian is giving tangibles. See, murder will be free. <laughs> <laughs> she is taking her career on and then see murder will be free. You heard uh, Kim Kardashian going to donate flowers to Gary Coleman's uh, funeral. Uh, y'all heard about that? Gary Coleman's Yeah. Who in the fuck are you referring to? I'm talking about Kim Kardashian. She is doing things for the black community. She, you just said she's giving flowers. You know she's going to give Webster two-inch lifts in both his shoes? Why are you just Because he's doing things for the black community, bro. Why are you being like this? No, I'm not Stop, being like y'all, anything. Why y'all selling Kanye? I, I'm, I'm not being like anything, bro. But why if you do help Webster out, why y'all disrespecting Kanye? I believe Kanye that you like are this. doing something for the I'm, black community. I'm just looking outside. Why y'all disrespecting Kanye? What the fuck has Kanye done to y'all? <laughs> Kanye ain't done anything to me. So what the fuck? And I'm gonna tell you why. I believe a lot of people, when Kanye be saying what he says, Kanye actually be dropping a lot of knowledge. That I would say the lay person would not understand. True, he doesn't word it the best way in the world. But if you actually study the history of what he says, like I, because I'm a historian at the end of the day, mm-hmm. the stuff that he be saying be on point. 
but you have to go past the surface level of education for you to understand it. It's just that he just don't know how to articulate. Well, so you can't say he hasn't contributed to the black community. But that wasn't the black community. That was everybody. That was everybody. So so what you're trying to say is Kanye West is our overly educated drunk uncle that just went too far. And, and got a speech impediment. He, he just can't right. get the shit out right. All right. He go too far sometimes. He telling the truth. That's why you want him there, but you don't want him there because he gonna tell you that uh, your uncle uh, molested you. Damn, nigga. I mean, damn. OMG, nigga. What's this here? Fucking I was gonna say he had an alcohol problem. That too. Chest. That's your hat, hey man. Look, that's what uncles apparently do. No. <laughs> I got four uncles. They straight, bro. Literally, bro. Uh, I don't want to talk about this anymore. I don't want nothing to come up. We need to talk about something else. Let's let's word this different. You have killed. He's he's the uncle. Give me some headphones so I can drown out. You you gave up your headphones a long time. My fears of what the hell you You gave up your headphones a long time ago. Give them back. Damn. Nah. No, Kanye West nigga is that, Let's just say he's that crackhead uncle who built the microwave from scratch that one time and you was as impressed as shit. I know him. <laughs> I know that guy. <laughs> I know that guy. He would build a computer and steal the copper out of your house. <laughs> I know that uncle. Okay? And I rock with him because he tell the truth. He was always smart. But he still robbed you. Yeah, he'll rob you. Because like he got to feed his habit. That's, that was his payment. That was his payment for to drop some knowledge on you. Like, yeah, he's going to steal a copper out your house when you, you know, when y'all away on vacation. But he's smart when he comes to the family <laughs> reunion. He's going to tell you what Uncle Cephas did. You know what I'm saying? You, it's going to be uncomfortable. You know what I'm saying? He called Uncle Cephas a fool, too? Yeah, he's going to call him a jive turkey sucker fool because he's been fucking with the kids, like you said. That is disgusting, bro. Don't ever say that again. Hey, hey, listen, unfortunately, that's the... That's no, the that's not all the... How we I didn't say that was all. Wait, hold on, hold on. He was a jive sucker for that. You know that? <laughs> I killed the moon on that one. Huh? Yeah, you did, bro. Hey, reality sucks. It's so hard to... <laughs> anyway, you gotta stop normalizing. Anyway, um, <laughs> anyway. Um, in November we got this uh, toys drive. Oh yes. man, in thank you. <laughs> Shoot, Sheesh. Brothers Foundation, we got a toy drive going the first Saturday of November. Listen, if you live in the Chicagoland area, I want you to come out or contact the Brothers page which you're on right now, or to contact my inbox, Dante Chase Bridges, and get your kid signed up. We're doing a toy drive where he can come and cash mob for all the equipment that he needs. Okay, he got the computer from the school, but he needs mouses, mm-hmm. mouse pads. He needs USB ports. He needs Bluetooth headphones because when he's talking to the teacher, he needs to drown out everything happening in the house. So come the first Saturday to Crestwood, Five below in Crestwood, Illinois, and get your kids everything he needs. Once again, that's the Brothers Foundation School Drive. Keep that in mind because we're going to be banging it in your ear for a while until it happens. Appreciate the uh, segueing out of the child molestation, bro. Well, you did talk about the toy drive. Okay, thank you. Uh, But it ain't going to be no uncles there. Why you got to bring me back into this, man? Dark humor is one hell of a thing, and also, um, <laughs> other news. I mean, I mean, since we here, right. um, oh, see, now somebody, we somebody did, somebody did put uh, pause on Kells in the joint. 
Oh, oh yeah. you know what I did hear about that. Yeah, man. see, could you elaborate on that a little bit more? Yeah, especially uh, when I. What did you have for dinner today? Wait, what? What you have dinner today? Because I don't think anybody really gives a fuck about what Kel- what Kels is happening. I do, man. You no, I don't give a fuck mean, about him. Just I slapped the king of R and B like I that. I said, I said beat it. Beat that nigga ass. <laughs> I, I said it because you know. Beat that nigga ass. There are some people that had that on their bingo board. Oh. So, you know, oh. you go ahead, you go ahead, X that out. You know. Yeah. I had, if you were in prison and you watching us, hopefully, you know. If you happen to be tuning in first on the Brothers Podcast and you in Cook County Jail, first of all, we appreciate that dedication. Thank you. Second of all, <laughs> if you are in the same prison cell with R. Kelly, whoop his ass again. Uh-oh. Again, because he need Uh-oh. all the ass whoopers. We know why he in there, folks. I lost my square, man. I had an ass whooping on November 16th. It came a little early. I lost $200. What can you do? No? No. No. Okay. Well, <laughs> but that's kind of messed Peter up. Wish, hey, let's, 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 real quick. Do you remember the first time, this is a weird question, but do you remember the first time you ever got jumped? Yes. Tell us about it. Oh, man, it was at the University of Minnesota. <laughs> University, University of Minnesota. The most mixed racial school in the country? No. What people mixed. don't know about Minnesota is... University of Minnesota is in the heart of Minneapolis. Like, it sits slap dab in the city. Mm-hmm. So all the Crips, mm-hmm. all the Bloods used to come to our campus and party on the weekend. So I had this little promotion group. It was me, my guy Carl, my guy Ronnie, and my guy Manu. We was throwing a party, right? Mm-hmm. So everything going good. Had the whole basketball, football team showed up. Some Crips had got in there. Uh-huh. So they had started some beef. Somebody was getting, you know, about to scrap. Me being the big man that I thought I was, I decided, hey, man, I'm going to break all this shit up. (laughs) I went to break it up, and I was holding back one person. All of a sudden, I saw on the peripheral side one of the biggest men that I've ever seen taking off his hoodie (laughs) because I was putting my hands on his little brother. I didn't know who the hell it was. was, This is my partner. So being an arrogant guy I can be sometime, I looked at him and said, what the hell you going to do? And then that's when I remember a thud <laughs> on the back of my head. No, literally, it gave me this scar right here. Because <laughs> somebody hit me in the head with a goddamn chair. <laughs> that's, that's what you have. You and then jump. I was fighting four Crips in my own goddamn party in the middle of Minneapolis. That's fucked up, man. Yeah, had to get 20 stitches. But I'm a G, though, man. I took it, and uh, I got a lot of uh, <laughs> aftermath kuda after that, bro. Because everybody was like, you still tall. You still tall. I was like, oh, I, man, I, I hope you did. Yeah, I still tall, so I got hit with that chair in the head. Right <laughs> I was still tall. Bam! Oh, my hell. Oh, mercy, mercy. <laughs> <laughs> I already know how this is about to go. Matter of fact, you ever been in the middle of the fight? You fighting and scrapping, and you got squabbles, cause somebody got <laughs> somebody hit you so goddamn hard with some. You in the middle, ah ah, bam! You know what? Fuck it. I'm out. I'm fucking <laughs> sick of this shit. <laughs> you, you just, just get, get up and just go. Like, I'm, just, I'm tired, man. They chase your ass. Too. I was fighting for five minutes. After a while, I just got. I just said, you know what? I'm sick of this shit. What about you? Man? <laughs> just you, got one. you ain't never been jumped before. You ain't never had to the you ain't never had to fight four niggas at once. Hell no. Hey, what the fuck? Sometimes you gotta do what you gotta do. Man, 
I'm, I'm gonna explain why. Uh, boy, come on. But look, first of all, I tell everybody this. Reggie knows evasion tax. Yes. <laughs> Everything. All right, cause you know me, I'm from the west side of Chicago, Roosevelt, Sacramento. Yeah. And I just want to say this. Everything has signs. Everything. Yeah. Cause I live on the west side. Mm-hmm. I, I hang out at the rank. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I went to Rainbow. I've been to the Circle. I've been to Rogers Park. Mm-hmm. I've been, been partying all over Chicago. Yeah. Everything has signs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know when, what's coming. <laughs> look, man. You, when motherfuckers walk into the motherfucking spot and that they either a dance group or they on some bullshit, there is no in between. <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes dance groups be on bullshit. bullshit. Yeah. Because they dancing, not because they like dancing, but just to keep their and, anger down. Yeah, even, <laughs> yeah house arrest. <laughs> That's Creations. something y'all know about it. Some of the wildest niggas you will ever meet are in dance groups. Uh-huh. Yeah, man. We just, we know who the fuck y'all niggas are. Them not. niggas can be crazy. They just trying to wave to stay out of trouble. Oh, real? They just trying to stay out of trouble. Talk about house arrest too. Oh, <laughs> Why you think they named house arrest, man? Right. So everything <laughs> has signs. So have I been jumped? No. Has there been a lot of close calls? Absolutely. Yeah. But you Absolutely. know the you know the main reason why I got jumped, and this is something that I had to really work on. I got this thing where I I used to try to always be the hero, but not even the hero. I always try to defend people that can't defend themselves. Like, I always try to step in. If I see somebody getting in trouble and I know you, Mm -hmm. I'm prone to stepping in to try to take the bullet because I don't like bullies. So sometimes I used to find myself in situations where now I'm the nigga that's about to get into the fight and the dude that I was trying to make sure you were cool, that nobody was messing with you, he's somewhere in the background. Right. Doing the coward thing that he was doing and the reason why I was there. So you wanted to be the hero and then when you try no, to be the I, I take that back. It, it wasn't hero. I was just, I'm, I'm the type of friend that I'm protective. And if you ride with me, I'm a ride with you. If you my friend, I'm a fight with you. And actually, if you my friend and you get in the scuffle, I might come up behind the dude and, and, and you know, give them one two piece. You know, I'm that type of friend. Right. But I used to find myself getting in situations where the friends that I was with, they ain't that type of dude. Right. And so you squabbling, bye bye. You looking back, oh, but what? Where, where Kevin at? Kevin up the street. This nigga just started running. <laughs> but now you sitting there and you fighting two, three niggas now. Mm-hmm. I used to find myself in those situations. That's funny. Yeah, one of my friends I know actually was in that situation. That same thing happened. I'll tell you later about that. I, I can't tell you on camera because I ain't you have to this. tell us. This. I'm not gonna put them on blast. I'm gonna tell you about mine. Change the names. No, I'm gonna tell you about mine. Just change the names. I can't tell <laughs> you. No. Just change the names. I'm gonna tell you about mine. All right. Change the Charles names. Charles Carroll <laughs> Elementary School, seventh grade. It was me. This nigga worried about identities from motherfuckers from middle school. This is me. This is I, me, though. I'd stick your ass. <laughs> hey, fuck you. Anyway, <laughs> Charles Gillen Elementary, and I don't know, it was me and this other kid. And out and see, we got jumped just because we were there. So. Were you sniggling? Were you giggling? No, nah, it was uh, we was walking through because. Okay, when you're so green and you're in. When you the school that. has a park right next to it. Right. So we walking through, we walk through the park every day, it's no problem. Lo and behold, there's always a group of four or five niggas that always hang around the park. Naturally. 
That's, that's, that's how it's always in Chicago. They hang around schools and parks waiting to jump somebody. Yes. It just so happened that was the day it was my time to get jumped, I guess. <laughs> but luckily, I didn't catch the bad part about that. The other thing that was with me, the, the dude I was cool with, who was walking with, he caught it worse. He didn't catch a fade. Uh, he called a drowning nigga. He okay. So what happened was that nigga faded away. It was two of us. It was like five of them, and it was two of us. I'm sitting there like, yeah, we about to get fucking jumped. Actually, I didn't know what the fuck was going on. I'm thinking it was gonna be cool. No, I'm gold. Back then, mm-hmm. young gold. Thinking nothing's gonna happen. We cool. All that shit. All that shaking up shit. Yeah, that's not. Yeah, that's all that shaking up <laughs> shit. And then all of a sudden. Out of nowhere, one of the fifth nigga that was with them, little skinny ass fifth nigga, came up behind me, mm. rocked me right in the ear. Naturally. Right in the ear. And then all of a sudden, I got a punch to the stomach. And then I you got kicked. You just hear thuds from yeah. there on. <laughs> and I just hit, and I'm just, and I was, I'm starting to swing. I was like, okay, I guess I got to swing, swing for life. And then the worst thing happened. I got hit right in the nuts. Oh, oh man. So that was when accidental. I got hit in the nuts. That was, was accidental. Like, no, 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 no. That was direct kick to the nuts. Oh, that was some hoes, man. That man, was, I I, I, when I got kicked in the nuts, that was it. That's rule 101 with fighting, man. Even if you jump at me, don't hit me in my nuts. I'm young. Like, I was like, yo, that shit hurt. They had But no then I, I hit the ground. <laughs> I hit the ground. I'm thinking, oh, what's his name? Must be all right. Four niggas. Oh, uh, stomping this motherfucker in the ground. I feel like I got the best out of that because I just got kicked in the dust and they just left me alone. But that little motherfucker got his ass whooped like five ways from Sunday. I don't know if he knew them or they thought he was a lame, but man, look, I don't know what the fuck was going on. I got a question for you. What's up? Where were you when he was getting stumped the hell out? On his nuts. Laying on the ground. <laughs> Holding my nuts. Oh, wait a minute. You was, out, you was on the ground doing the side view. Yeah. <laughs> you open your eyes like, oh, shit. <laughs> oh. Oh. The way I look at damn. it. Damn. The way I looked at it was, I'm already going through enough agonizing pain. <laughs> what more pain do I have to go through? Mm. Your ass made a choice that you better lay down and act it. <laughs> I got another story, man. I got, I got another one, man. I remember when I was in eighth grade. Now, mind you, my whole life I went to Catholic school. Okay, from from first from first to seventh grade, I was in St. John and St. Isidore. Right? So you talk shit about me? No, no, I never, I never denied this. My whole life. Before you finish your story, tell us how you feel about Jesus. Oh, he seems to be associated. Oh, <laughs> he seems to be associated with all your misery. Where he at? In a real loose. I don't know. I need to holler at that nigga. It's a lot of stuff going on in CDC, <laughs> the Who, Trump, Asia. But nonetheless, listen, man. Jesus got catch that fade. When man, you hey man, Spanish Jesus need to come holler at me, man. Because it's some it's, it's some bullshit going on. Mm-hmm. That's terrible. But listen, man. So this is my first year going to public school. Right. Eighth grade. It's always public school. Public school. Now I went to a school called Brown around my crib. It was on 127th and Wallace, right? So I wasn't used to the ways of public school. I'm going there, you know, we having a good time. We get out of school. This dude named Demetrius tapped me on the shoulder. He was like, Hey bro, hey the BD is gonna be up here after <coughs> school. 
And at this time, you know, I know what BDs are. I lived around there. I'm like, what? What they coming up there for? They was like, hey man, just run, just go home, bro. When you get there, just go home. Yeah. So I'm like, I don't know why I always had this. I've always been a nigga. Defiance. It's it's not even the it's it's a little arrogance. Like I have an arrogant streak in me. Like you can't oh, yeah. touch me. Oh yeah. You can't do nothing to me. Trust me, I've known you for what ten plus years, <laughs> and I'm fully aware. So when, of this. when he said the BDs is coming, I said BDs. Okay. So I'm going home, right? All of a sudden, we all coming out. We in eighth grade. I see this dude named Gerald. All of a sudden, he start running. He booking. So I'm like, God damn, where Gerald going? All of a sudden, I see this real tall nigga named Fudge, right? Uh-huh. This nigga was charcoal black. Uh-huh. Named Fudge with the braids. You know how braids just... Yeah. I knew he was a thug because he only had four braids. <laughs> one right here yeah, and one right here. Yeah. He had four braids. Yeah, them kilo braids. On the real. Yeah, he yeah. had juvenile detention braids. The thickest fucking braids you ever seen. Now, I'm life. only 13, so I thought this nigga was 30. He was probably 17 at this time, right? <laughs> but he was up there with four other BDs, right? Uh-huh. And they was just catching niggas in the snow and body slamming them. This was like sport to them. Like, they worked out by catching eighth graders <laughs> <laughs> and beating the hell out of them. I'm not uh-huh. playing with you. So I see little Gerald. He running. He get away. Demetrius book it the other way. All of a sudden, they see me. And they say, I remember this in my head. It was like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And I said, yeah, what? And they're like, what, what? So I remember one of them rushing. So when one of them rushed me, I grabbed his hands and I had his neck. I had him in like a key lock, you know, like, like yeah. a Kimura. You know what a Kimura is. Yeah. One motherfucker came behind me, picked me up, slammed me in the snow. Had me pent down. One was stomping me. One was hit. Now, the thing about it was they wouldn't hit me in the face. So I feel like this was a rite of passage. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't feel like they was trying to stump me out. But they was letting me know, hey, BDs run this up here. I fought. I fought. Actually, afterwards, I was cool with them dudes, man. But I, 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 got, I got beat up. I got beat up. I got, I got stumped, man. Because I like to. When I was younger, I used to like to fight. I, I'm better now. I don't do that now. Yeah. Like what do I went through my trials? Yeah, I went through my trials. I was a hothead. I am better. Y'all don't think I'm better? <laughs> you went through the- <laughs> <laughs> I went to therapy for this. <laughs> Y'all don't gonna tell me anything any different. I almost got an altercation two weeks ago, but it didn't. But it didn't transpire into anything. But that's that's what it was. Hey, I see you aggressive at the gym with motherfuckers. That's on a regular basis. <laughs> And then he got an anger management certificate right below his black <laughs> in Brazilian Jiu Jitsu and shit. Yeah, I'm using this weight. <laughs> I practice martial arts so I can control that. <laughs> We're but, still yelling though. Yeah, <laughs> right. So I'm using the weight right now. Fuck you. But I I used to find myself fighting multiple people. <laughs> I don't know why it would happen. But you know what happens like that? Once you hit six foot or five ten and you get over about two fifteen, the one on one fades go away. I don't know what happens, but all that one on one shit, ain't too many people wanna fight you one on one. No, that don't work. When you're over two fifteen and you're about five ten, six it's, foot it's over, over that. that it's over with that. It's not it's like either two or three motherfuckers jumping you on the real. You might fuck around your shot. Ain't no time. <laughs> or or they gonna Tory Lane show in? On the rip. Uh, both knees, nigga. Both feet, nigga. Bop, bop. I think that was a ricochet shot. 
<laughs> We're not making fun of what happened with Megan Thee Stallion. No, it, this has nothing to do with Meg. This has everything to do with Tory. Everybody got so much smoke for Tory Lanez because he is five foot two. Yeah, <laughs> and Canadian. I ain't even know they made. <laughs> I ain't even know they made men that That's small. That's why they though. got the smoke. For Lil Tory. Wayne is not that tall. Man, Lil Wayne is not five got, two. Come Lil on, Wayne man. Lil Wayne's like five six. Come on, man. That Tory is a Lane. hell of a lot more than five two, bro. Come on, man. Let's keep it. Let's keep it a whole. Look, I'm six one. Let's I know. I'm just, it, I think they all little niggas. Let's yeah. keep it a whole buck. Tory Lanez don't have a punchable forehead. <laughs> he got a real obstruct. I mean, it's about <laughs> he got a real obstruct forehead. I mean, it's about the height of my fist, so you know, man, fuck it. He like a puppy. You know how puppy? You no, nah, he like a chihuahua to me. Come on, man. That's why everybody got smoke for him. He, he, he a chihuahua. He's he a barker. He can eat that short, nipping at your ankles. He, he this is the man the most very irritating. Hey. This has been the most talking shit episode yeah. on the Brothers Podcast. I think we have yeah, ever been talking about a year. We have been talking shit about everybody. Usually we about the politics. We about the culture. The culture. Trying to give people along. We're just talking shit. Well, we just having a conversation. Apparently we just having a conversation. <laughs> All right, that's why everybody got smoked. You want to you want to uh, rein this back in? Let's try to rein it back in real quick. Right. <laughs> so, last but not least, this might be something you have more information on because I didn't okay. know it. It's the CDC and their no eviction policy now. Yes, so, yes. You can tell us about that a little bit more. Well, the, the CDC just passed a law stating to all the landlords, and this is not just in the city of Chicago, but this is national, that you cannot evict anyone from the time of the COVID pandemic. So we don't know when that's going to end. So this is an indefinite decision. Indefinite. It has no timeline. So the thing about it is, although a person that rents, person that rents would say that this is a good thing. But what about the actual landlords? Because the CDC or any type of law wasn't passed for them not to pay mortgages. Right. Because the banks are still going to come after the mortgages that the landlords owe. Mm-hmm. But now what they're saying is the people ain't got to pay the rent, but as a landlord, you still owe me the money. Mm-hmm. And that's going to create a bit of a problem. And you're probably going to have a lot of landlords that's going to rebel against that. Right. Yep. You're going to have a, a lot of illegal evictions. Mm-hmm. Because you have to have one without the other. If you're going to freeze all types of giving them money or demanding money, you need to honestly be fair. And I don't really feel that that's the fairest thing in the world. It will benefit me, it will benefit you, it will benefit Reggie, but the people that actually own are still, matter of fact, you're going to get evicted anyway, because if they right. lose the building, right. and the new <laughs> you're still over. out. You think, you think Chase going to play landlord? No. Got no. Mind. no. Right. <laughs> Have you boy. heard of short sale? You think, that's what's you, think, you think Fifth Third Bank finna play landlord? You got your goddamn mind. What right. you think about it? <laughs> I think about it as like I look at it the same thing as the uh, payroll tax cut that we got going on right now. There's always a downside to everything. You think it's a come up, but it really isn't. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's always like you're already in a fucked up situation going through life regularly. Yeah. Then they try to sweeten the lot to you and try to sweeten the pot. And when you sweeten the pot, they get everything's all good. But then they look the trap door behind you. Then they pull the trap door from underneath you. So at the end of the day, this housing thing, it really is like I said, I'm renting. Mm-hmm. But I'm still going to pay my rent every single month. Because I ain't taking no fucking yeah. Or put it in some type right. of holding. Right. Or, or if something gets sticky, you can right. just say, no, right. no, I got it. I got it. Right. Like how much you owe? You owe this much of back rent. Oh, I got it right here. Hold on. 
Let me make this transfer real quick. There you go. You done. Got it back. I'm going to tell you the God's honest truth, man. I'm so sick of this pandemic of a flu-like symptom being a pandemic. You know that they just said that more than half of those positive tests that they had were invalid and obsolete. So out of the, I think it was 10%, it was actually 6%. So that cut it damn near in half. So what we thought it was at like 0.1 is actually at 0.001. So why are we so scared of a 0.001 rate of infection? What, why, where is the logic in this? It's election year. Exactly. Now they done made wearing a mask Fashionable. You got Louis Vuitton, Tommy Hilfiger selling masks on their website. You got people modeling masks. I had a Mason friend of mine. He tried to sell me a Mason face mask. I don't want to normalize this. We have gotten to the point where everything has become normal. The chaos has become normal to us. And I really got a problem with that because there seems to be no in in sight. Like, yeah. where is it? Reggie. And you just, and you just look, really, look at this. Look at this. He just had to, didn't he? I, 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 Why you got all these damn clips in the back here, man? Yeah, man. I, I, I ask no question. <laughs> Boston. I, I know. Inglewood edition right here. I, I, I don't understand the fucking words you're saying right man. now. You like, sound like a dude I from Memphis, know. though. Right now, pockets, though. I might look here, Mike. You don't understand me, but I understand that you better give up that money, homie. Hey man, take off that mask first before you try to tell me something. Hey homie, don't tell me what I gotta do and not do, bro. (laughs) (laughs) You know how hard it is to sometimes talk with some of these masks? Like, you can't even understand what the motherfucker is. I tend to always pull it on my mask when I talk to people, which defeats the purpose. Right, absolutely. I'm supposed to be be talking in my mask. Like, every time I go to like a store. You gotta learn like techniques. Like, hey. You know what? I'm going to try that. And they also learn you can't touch the mask directly, right? Especially if it's a N95. First of all, if this was a serious thing, why isn't there like no biohazard dumps or biohazard garbage that we can put the actual mask in once we use it? Because ain't the mask infected either by us or by the environment? So we're going to take it out of our cars, put it back on our faces, touch the mask, shake your hand, and spread it. I don't even know why the fuck we can't just have reports about what you can do to boost your immune systems during this time because, because you think that's more important it's not profitable I know. to talk about what works it's not profitable hey, hey. to talk about what works you got dollar. hey man i'm gonna be honest with you i feel uncomfortable with it you got, you got dollar. i feel uncomfortable with reggie like you got dollar. and i i just feel uncomfortable <laughs> I don't want to do this uncomfortable. Yeah, you got, you got dollar. But one thing you did say, bro, <laughs> is, is this. Yo, Reggie got his technique from a bum nigga on right. 87. Hey, bro, hey. you got a dollar. I, I just, I just, I'm going to give you a dollar for that technique, bro, because I ain't think about it. Mods and Maz asking for changes, the wildest shit. <laughs> hey bro, you got a dollar. I do. Like then you got a bag. <laughs> no, because I, I always did the technique of coming from the top. Mm-hmm. But I never thought about. Hey bro, you got a dollar. Yeah. Hey. Actually, genius man. Pre- hey. Big ups, big ups. Hey, and and these motherfucking bums be so petty, Joe. You say no, nah, they start coughing and shit. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> these motherfuckers so petty. <laughs> Keep it. Oh, 
<laughs> God, God bless you. It's worth two dollars. Keep it. It's a two dollar value. Just keep it, bro. Hey, hey, man. Hey, yo, You know what? We've been talking a lot of ish tonight. So fucking bad. We've been talking a lot of ish tonight, man. This is the age. This is talking shit episode. This is the ain't is show. Ain't is show. Brothers, we yeah. need one of these once a year. We like, no, once a year. Once every two. Maybe a weeks. little bit more often. I guess. <laughs> Too much negative shit going on in the world. We gotta do something after it. Yeah, at the same time, you hit it right on the head, bro. Oh, fellas, fellas, can I be ghetto? What? All right. Um, my birthday in two it. days. Um, hit that cash app. <laughs> so let's get to it, baby. Hit that cash app in two days. Well, I'm glad you said Nine something. Five. See, man, I segue everything, man. The day in the bar. You know what's fire. crazy? Hey, yo, my fucked up part is fucked up part is I thought it was on the, the 26th for some reason. Fire. I know he a Virgo. I knew it, it should have been coming up, yeah. but it was. I, man, there's so much stuff going on. The bonfire. What would have been bogus is I saw it on Facebook. Say. Happy birthday to Reggie. God damn it. Oh, the Bond <laughs> Happy birthday. Shit, I didn't know it was his birthday. That's how I usually find out all people's birthdays. Right, on Facebook. That's it. By Facebook. Yeah. I don't know nobody's birthday. I forgot my mother's and it went bad. Ooh, that's a damn shame. Yeah, man. And the crazy thing is, I did, but the reason why, I deal with people's birthdays every single day. I got none but birthdays in my head because I'm an astrologist. So I deal with people's birthdays every single day. So, sorry, mama, give me a pass. She gonna throw a trash can at you one day. No, if you knew my mom, she's pretty aggressive. It's just worse than that. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) She's 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 a little aggressive. Go no, go no. Hey, mom, sorry, you know I forgot your birthday. Go, bam. What do you think? Yeah, I, I had that. Yeah, I know. I know, yeah. mommy. Go ahead. Yeah, I know. Uh-huh. And she's strong too. I don't know why the women in my family. My mom is sixty-two years old. Cause you, as your mama, I don't supposed to be stronger than you, no matter what it is. Strong, bro. No matter what it is, she's supposed to be stronger than you. No and matter my what. Grandma, my grandma. Shout out to my grandma. She is eighty-four years old and still kicking strong. Shout out to you, grandma. And she's strong. She gonna kick your ass too. I got a nineteen-year-old auntie, and she's strong. All these women have kicked so, your ass? No, they can't. First of all, I dog walk my auntie. Now, I love her to death. Wow, that's like you feel. <laughs> Jesus. But I know, I know one this thing. Is, is that calling you right yeah, now? Yes, I'm calling you right now. <laughs> I heard what you said, <laughs> I know one thing. My auntie ran up on me. Then <laughs> your mama's grandma gonna run up on you too. <laughs> she gonna be limping back. I love her to death, but she gonna be limping back. I ain't gonna take your ass to live my family. <laughs> All right, man, we got to get up out of here, man. We done ran up out of time, man. We appreciate you coming out, man. man Shout out to Reggie, Reggie. Get time, man, right there, man. This has been one This has been a wild episode. one, man. I hey, swear. yo, I was serious about hitting that cash app. Hashtag. Get the cash app one more time. Yo, 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 out, it's not a hashtag. It's Dollar a cash sign. Yeah, yo. Reggie Price. Just like on Facebook, man. Dollar sign Reggie Price. So hit up that cash app for the bro's birthday. And guess what you're going to get? A dollar. Yeah, you're gonna get six dollars. It's gonna come from one person too, man. That's enough to buy a beer. Be happy. It's enough to buy a beer at the bar. Yes. Anyway, that completes this episode of the Brothers Podcast. We are going to be out of here, man. Donation, donation, the Brothers Foundation, first Saturday of November. Stick in tune. Beauty in the brain. Dropping tomorrow. As always, have a safe and happy Labor Day weekend. You got three days. Make it count. Yes. It's this birthday. Give us some money. Yes. Give us, we are the brothers. Give us the money. Yes. And on that <laughs> note, we are out. Peace. Peace.